listening to the Retirement Remix Show with financial advisors and hosts Chip Munn, that's me, and John Tate of Signature Wealth Group. Get ready for a bite-sized dose of timely and actionable financial planning and retirement tips alongside remixed retirement stories from real people just like you. Listen in now to be inspired, find direction, and build your own retirement remix. John Tate, what's up, man? Chipmunk, another great Friday to be here on the show with you. You know what? I feel blessed, man. It is beautiful out in Florence, South Carolina, and it's Friday. Man, hard to have a bad Friday, you know? I know it. I, I don't know that I can remember the last time I had a bad Friday. So there you go. Well, then you hadn't lived long enough, friend, because <laughs> I've been through times when you don't check your mail on Fridays. You know why you don't check your mail on Fridays, John? I don't. Because they don't mail good news, homie. Ed McMahon brings the big check to your house. The only thing in the mail on Fridays is they mail you bills, summons, those kinds mm -hmm. of things. So a summons. I'm glad to know you've never had a bad Friday, but it's never a bad Friday as far as I'm concerned. Hanging out with you. And today we're joined, John, by Eric Marichel. Eric is the president of McLean Marichel Insurance here in Florence. Eric, welcome to the show. Thank you, Chip and John. It's a pleasure to be with you today and spend a few minutes. Well, we're excited. One of the things, Eric, that we run into a lot, as I'm sure you can imagine, is folks who really, and me included sometimes, don't fully grasp the importance of insurance, particularly when we talk today, we're not talking about life and long-term care like you might expect. It's really some of that surprising downside that we might have in you know, just those bad things that can happen. Before we delve into that too far, though, tell us a little bit about you and how you got here. Well, first of all, Florence is home. Florence, South Carolina, home for me as well. Been here since 2004. Little background, went to Virginia Military Institute for college. And I know you have a number of listeners in the North Carolina market. I've had my first 12 years out of school in the Charlotte, North Carolina area. Served a lot of customers in Hickory and Lenore in the furniture business. and actually. John City of Newburn was a client of mine back in group health insurance days, too. So funny how small the world is sometimes. And as far as personal family, my wife, Laura, and I have been married for 27 years. have two kids, a recent college graduate, my son from Wofford, moving to Charlotte. And my daughter's a senior, rising senior at the University of South Carolina in global supply chain. And it's fun to watch them begin to fly. As far as just some personal things that I think are important, or I would say moral compass for people to understand. You know, I try to keep my priorities in place in order with faith, family, and clients. And the general rule is the golden rule. Treat others as you want to be treated. And that's just something we've always done here. It keeps things simple, straightforward. And, you know, a couple other quick thoughts. My father always said, I can hear it ringing in my ears now when I'm mowing the grass. If you're going to do something, just do it right. You know, so some of those kind of things guide me and my business today. And I think today, one of the things we need to do is anticipate where we can for our clients, exceed expectations everywhere. There's an opportunity to do that. Respond with a sense of urgency when they need us. And I love your book. And, you know, it talks about enjoying the relationships in life and kind of reevaluating and I almost call it a careful reexamination of things. And that's part of life and relationships at the end of the day, I think, you know, drive that. And then lastly, you know, we've got to expect change and adapt to it and adjust. 
you know, as far as business goes, McLean Marichal Insurance has been around since 1975, started by my father-in-law, Bob McLean, which some listeners may know Bob. I've been in the Florence area for a long time, and we are an independent agency. And so that's one of the things that with your intro, I would say, you know, insurance speak, insurance language is different. We try to make things as simple as possible, take some complex topics and just talk about it and keep it relational. And I know you do that with your customers as you're advising them as well. You know, we're a small business. We have 18 licensed professionals in what we do. And we are focused on protecting the assets and liabilities of our customers, more in the property and casualty space. And we can talk about that a little bit more in a few minutes and in what geography we serve. Well, it's interesting what you say about your dad. I had a football coach. His name was Tim Watson. And one of the things that I always remember him saying is, if you do it right, you do it light. If you do it wrong, you do it long. And I think that certainly has carried over to our business in that people just want solutions. And oftentimes, if they're calling in and we're reacting to something, they need them quick, whether it's on the asset side or the risk mitigation side. We do a lot of proactive work, as I know you do. But when we're reacting, people need you and need you in a hurry. And so that's a big part of, but if you do it right the first time, it's a whole lot quicker in the long run, even if you go a little slower. So I definitely understand why that would stick with you from your dad. Well, I mean, you know, the word trust, I think, is what we're all really seeking to. And then, you know, do what you say you're going to do. And that builds and breeds that trust that needs to be there with our clients and those relationships. You know, you talk about relationships and we talk a lot on the show about building a good team around you and finding the right people to be a part of your team. And insurance is one of those areas where we believe our clients do need a good team member to help them along. And when I talk to a lot of my clients, it's as if they start out with their insurance agent and looking at them in a position of trust, a position of here's the information you need. And then it transitions over time into something of, you know, maybe what have you done for me lately? And so some of them start shopping around based not on relationship, but based on price. And I watch a lot of Arrested Development on Netflix, Mm -hmm. and there is no situation that is summed up more by a comment on that show where they, you know, it's basically the running gag, I've made a huge mistake. Just wait until one emergency befalls you and you call this cut rate company that you've gone to to save a few bucks every year, and you're only going to do it once. How do you talk people out of or keep them? engaged with your business and remind them that it's the relationship that matters, that you're going to take care of them. They can trust you to do the right thing at the right time. Well, great question. And I'll just do a really short story, but I think it's important for people to understand this. One of the biggest claims we've had in the agency is I look in the mirror and I see it this year. Lightning struck our house May 5th, a year ago, blew a two foot hole in the roof of the house. We were there, lights did not even flicker, but we knew lightning had struck close by. Well, 10 minutes later, I went upstairs, saw smoke going on the outside of the house, nothing in the house, saw an HVAC controller on fire and said, whoa, that's us. So I have lived the experience of a large claim and seeing how valuable insurance is, not only you know through the eyes of an agent for our customers, but particularly now, as a large claim, seeing it through my own eyes as the customer and agent, 
And so it's given us a, even a different perspective on how to protect our clients. And we can talk about that a little bit later. But, you know, the word price and insurance, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people do go directly to that price. But price is important. And what I would say is an independent agency is we're balancing that price and protection evaluation all the time. The key is to be speaking with your client at least once a year, at the very least, and be talking about what the policy does cover and what it doesn't cover. Ultimately, we're talking about risk transfer. And the client needs to understand, okay, here's what I have. How much of this risk do I want to put on to the insurance company? How much is it going to cost? And do I want to change that now? Particularly today with COVID, a lot of people have renovated their houses, maybe added square footage, made changes. You need to speak with your agent and talk about those changes because a lot of times we take insurance for granted. And it's also different language and people aren't comfortable with the language. I mean, going to buy insurance is probably worse than putting tires on your car, right? I mean, as far as thinking through what you need to do, we just try to keep it engaged, high level, hit the priorities that each customer needs to have at that point in time. And then ultimately, it's a peace of mind. Has our relationship with the client provided peace of mind so they understand what they have, understand what they're self-funding, and move forward with that? So I just think it's the constant reinforcement of the conversation. And 1-800 or .com doesn't always do that. Convenience is great, and you need to use those tools. But ultimately, that advisor role or insurance coach or however you want to put it, needs to be there when the rubber hits the road, particularly when you need it, when that policy needs to deliver its promise. I'm assuming, Eric, I don't know this. Actually, I've been to your website. So I, I do. you guys have all the technology stuff that a lot of the, the folks who, the lizard and all have. It's not that by working with somebody in a, a trusted relationship, it's not like you forego those things. You still get all that stuff. It's just a matter that, also, in the middle of the night, the last thing I personally want to do is call an 800 number and not know where it's going to get answered or who I'm going to talk to. And I think for me, that makes a big difference. One of the things when I think about transferring risk, I think insurance companies do a great job of advertising. So I have all the different jingles going through my head. But at the end of the day, what most of them don't do in those jingles for me is talk about how they have me covered. They talk about saving time. They talk about saving 15%, those kinds of things. What they don't talk about is, for me, what I really want to know is that when the hailstorm comes through and my roof or my car is all messed up, that things are going to get taken care of. What are some of the things that you see that are the biggest things that people miss, that they're not necessarily, whether it's either going the direct route or the idea of taking the relationship with an insurance is a box I check that I have that. They say I have to have it. I have it. There's a lot more to it than that. What are some of the things that you see that people miss? That's a great question. And, and you know, I think every good business has a process and we have a process in the relationship with our clients where we walk through really a three-step process. And I won't certainly go through what exactly what that process is, but it is asking questions and listening and ultimately customizing a solution. And, and nobody's the same. You know, all those commercials that you refer to, assume that everybody's the same. Give me the basic information and here's your policy. Well, to be protected correctly, 
there's a lot of information that needs to get shared. And it's not like it's a three-hour process. You can efficiently do it in 30 minutes with someone if they're asking questions and capturing the information. But that information discussion is so important to allow your agent to go customize what needs to be done. So to specifically answer your question, Chip, there are some aspects that we ask. And so on the homeowner side, one is we want to make sure all of our customers are receiving the discounts or even prospective clients, the discounts that they should. If you have an alarm system and it's monitored, you want your insurance company to know that you should be getting those discounts. If you've made any renovations to your home, you want to share that with the insurance company, your agent as well. The roof, you mentioned that earlier, is one of the most important things and it's one of the least understood things. I'm going to hit real quick, replacement cost versus actual cash value. This is insurance 101, but it's very, very important. Replacement cost means if I have a bad thing happen to my house, let's just say hailstorm hits the roof and my roof needs to be replaced, it is going to be replaced at the full value of what it needs to be, less whatever my deductible is. Actual cash value says that roof is 20 years old and the life of that roof is 25 years old. I take the actual cash value of that roof, which is almost used up, less my deductible and I get my check. So for a typical house today, someone may be expecting to get a $10,000 check to put a new roof on their house. And in fact, many policies, if your roof is 15 years or older, you may receive that $2,000 check. So again, if you don't know, if you don't ask, if you don't have the conversation with your agent, then you may be missing out on those things. So looking at age of roof, HVAC units, alarm system credits, those are all very important. And then getting into topics like cyber protection and identity theft coverage. I mean, how much JBS payout and ransom just now? I mean, this is real in the world we live in, and it's mostly happening with businesses today. And I can tell you the insurance industry is trying to respond with tools for protection. Today, they're good with businesses. And if we have any business owners listening today, I would share with you, go talk to your agent today about cyber protection because it is real. And you could have a $250,000 notice coming to you anytime. I buy it on my business. For individuals, we want to protect our identities and our social security numbers. You know, another checklist thing, having lived through this claim that I've been through, you need to have an inventory of your content, your possessions. You don't have to have it written down. Go through and snap pictures inside your closets, inside your garage of your tools. I mean, your TV, your spouse's shoes. I mean, we all know females have closets full of shoes. All of those things, it's tough to get that inventory, right? But if you have pictures of it, you're reminded from personal experience, we had the inventory claim went as smooth as it could be and exceeded our expectations because we were prepared. Well, and I would think that it's not just females. I know some dudes with nice shoes and, and, and millennials uh, who have these days, the old Jordans and stuff that we used to get for Christmas are now collector's items. So uh, it, it's one of those things, but it's also one of the things, Eric, that we talk to people about is we have a vault that our clients can use to upload documents is to take a video, walk through your house with your iPhone or your Android or whatever, and make a video of these things and upload it somewhere so that it can't just turn up missing in terms of when the time comes that you actually need it. John, what are some of the things that you've seen? The kinds of questions I usually get from my clients 
regarding insurance, most of them don't understand umbrella policies and what they cover and why they're useful. So there's always that. And then, of course, the other topic I wanted to touch on briefly this morning, because all three of us live in hurricane-prone areas, and we are just now getting into hurricane season. What are the kinds of steps or checklists that are out there that our clients could use to get ready for hurricane season? Great questions. Let's hit the umbrella question first, because I think for a lot of our listeners, that is one of the most important checklist items that they should have. First of all, umbrella insurance or excess insurance is the least expensive insurance that you can buy if you look at it on a per thousand basis. So don't let cost keep you from buying an umbrella policy. What is it? First of all, your base policy, your auto policy, your homeowner policy has base limits of liability. Generally speaking, on the home, it's $500,000. Generally, on the auto, it should at least be $250,000. We'll talk about auto exposure in a minute. But if you have a bad thing happen and you are liable for someone's injury or what have you, and you exceed those base limits of the 250 in my example for auto or 500 for home, and it may be at a party and somebody got overserved, right, from a home, and so it becomes a big claim. Excess insurance or umbrella insurance sits on top of your auto and your home policy or your secondary beach house, whatever it may be, multiple properties, income generating properties, and provides an additional layer of insurance protection. And it really is pennies on the dollar to have it. The next question that we normally get, well, how much do I need? I do not need to know what my client's exact net worth position is. But I do need to have an idea of a number of what it is that we need to protect. And generally we start in terms of, do we have enough insurance to cover a net worth position such that if you were negligent and something happened, you can have peace of mind knowing that you've purchased insurance that would cover your net worth position. Does that make sense with you guys, first of all, from a liability protection, it's peace of mind. It makes sense to me. I mean, it's something I have for myself. And I usually, when we're going through the items on an insurance basis of things that I ask people to look into, it's one of the items on the checklist. So if you have teenagers, that's the other thing. If you have teenagers, you have exposure and you just need to be aware. We don't talk about pictures on phones and slander and those kinds of things, but I can promise you There are going to be some examples coming up with as litigious as our society is. And we do have risk with teenagers. We have risk with teenagers driving. I've been through it. It's there. So you need to invest in that umbrella policy and it may cost four or $500. Shifting gears for a moment then to hurricane preparation. We all need to do that. I don't care if you're sitting in New Bern or you're sitting in Charlotte, North Carolina. Look what Hugo did to get through Charlotte in 1989. I would say that inventory, going back to that inventory, you want to know that. You want to have a good dry bag somewhere. You know, they make these dry bags that you can keep possessions. So one of the things that you want to do is have your insurance, if not the whole policy, at least your agent's information, your policy numbers in that dry bag. Because if something bad happens, you can take that bag with you and at least you know the numbers to call to get the claim going. So you want to have your policies and important documents if they're not in your vault, right? And you mentioned having the vault chip, which I think is a great step and a great service that you provide to your clients and everyone should engage that. But I would have as another layer of a step to have those important papers there. Now, 
you know, you're going to see the safety checklist. And certainly we advocate uh, the water and, you know, the dry meals and what you can do from that perspective and have an ability to boil water or fill a bathtub up with water. So we provide that information to our customers. I would also say, though, you know, heeding the warnings of evacuation orders, that's something we do need to be reminded of just to protect our own lives to begin with. Possessions we can fix, but we can't do that for someone who stays and gets stuck in a bad situation in a storm, which brings us also to flood insurance. And the question, you know, we get asked, do I need flood insurance? If you look at the statistics, even if you are not in a quote unquote high prone flood zone, there are people that lose property to floods all over the United States and places where they did not think that they would. If you're not in a flood prone area, I would still at least get a proposal from your agent to see what it is. Put it on the checklist, mark it off. And if you are in a flood prone area, here's a recommendation. I can tell you FEMA is getting ready to go through the National Flood Insurance Program right now in October, and they're resetting the zones. And pricing is going to go down for a lot of people in appropriate places, and pricing is going to go up for a lot of people in appropriate places along the coast. I'll say Charleston was one of the areas identified nationally as Looking at exposure versus the premium coming in, it was an inverse backward relationship. So some of those things are going to change for people along the coast. You need to talk with your agent about looking at a higher deductible, maybe to offset some of that coming up. And then I'll mention private flood insurance. So there's a new market that is available today. You know, everybody's just thought of buying flood through FEMA and the National Flood Insurance Program, but there's a private market that is now available today that you should comparison shop and get your agent to do some work for you and explain what the differences are. And then wind, hurricane, certainly we think of wind even sometimes more than we think of tidal surge and, and water, but know on your policy, if you have a percentage deductible for wind and hail or named stormed or hurricanes, and particularly if you're along the coast, there's a pretty good chance you do. If you have a million dollar house and you have a 3% wind deductible, you need to be prepared for that, you know, financially. Now, I'll also say that if you do live along the coast, the insurance industry has come with some pretty good policies to combine wind and fire all in the homeowner policy, where in the past, a lot of people have had to purchase a separate state-supported wind pool policy. So if you do have that, if you've got a separate policy for flood, for wind, and then the homeowner, you need to talk with an agent about seeing if you combine that fire and wind together into one policy and try to improve upon that percentage wind deductible. That can mean tens of thousands of dollars difference. It's interesting because those are all the things that don't go into the questionnaire, right? And that's the biggest thing. You know, I talk a lot in our business about how every financial advisor wants to talk about risk assessment for your portfolio. And then if you tell me you can take X amount of risk, then in a lot of cases, people then basically subject you to the maximum amount of risk that you said that you thought that you could take. And I think one of the things that I've learned over the years and really kind of rung true to me as you were talking, Eric, was frankly, the amount of risk that's out there just in our day-to-day -day lives. I want to make sure we don't run out of time before we get into the car, because you mentioned earlier, I've got 14 to 22. So I've got three drivers other than my wife and me. 
and you mentioned negligence. And so I don't want to leave without talking about, and pretty much everybody who's listening to this, hopefully if they're listening in their car, they're eyes forward. But I think that that's one of the big risks that probably all of us take every day. Talk to us a little bit about some of the things that we need to be aware of you know, when we get in the car and our coverage around the vehicles. Right. I do not want to miss one thing. Boats and toys, a lot of people do not insure. And if you don't insure them, you don't have liability protection for that umbrella to kick in there. So I just wanted to mention that. If you have boats, you need to have that conversation with your agent, specifically on automobile and negligence. The cell phone is a great tool and a great device. But I can share with you one of the first things that happens in a bad accident is cell phone records are requested immediately. They want to know if that cell phone was engaged, what time a text was, was it on voice when that accident occurred. And I can tell you today, attorneys, now all you have to watch is TV and see the billboards. It's an aggressive marketplace, and I am fine with it. They are doing their job for their clients that are out there in the system. But we need to make sure we're protecting our clients and reminding them that if you're on the cell phone and there's an accident, that could be deemed a negligent situation and a punitive situation. And that's where this umbrella protection is so important. So I do think we have to model specifically for our kids. And I know it's hard, but have that cell phone down, even if we need to install the devices when our car is on, the cell phone won't operate. That's risk management. That may be the most important risk management step that someone could take today is install that information. There's also a discount opportunity I'll share with auto insurance today, and that's installing some devices that many companies make available. We work with about 15 different companies that are insurance company partners, and there's different things, but they're diagnostic tools that provide discounts based on miles driven, hard stops fast accelerations, but you have that in your car for four to five months, and then you get a discount for the life of the policy. So it's worth engaging some of that today. And again, just talking with your agent to find out if that's a fit, but it's also a great tool with your teenage drivers too, to have that information as a teaching tool. I've always been skeptical of those things because I don't want anybody knowing how many hard stops I make. Um, (laughs) But I have, I've been in an accident. My kids have, and honestly, it's incredibly scary. And again, I'm like you, uh, attorneys are doing their job. I think part of what we're talking about, Eric, here is us doing our job. That's right. And making sure that people are informed of what some of the risks are and what to be aware of. And I think the biggest, honestly, the biggest risk, probably that first domino, if you will, is not having the right conversations with your agent. You know, Eric, when you and I were talking earlier in the week, what it reminded me of is how much insurance can be taken, both homeowners, cars, umbrella, all that stuff is just a box that for me, and I do this for a living, it's a box I check that I've got that. And we review financial plans with folks a couple times a year. Where are we? Where are we? And I think that one of the things I'd encourage people to do, if not that often, at least every couple of times or anytime something changes to have a conversation with your agent to make sure that you're covered. That's right. John, before we let him go, anything in particular you want to make sure that you find out from Eric? Yeah, go go ahead, Derek. There's one more thing that's just real important going on right now in our world, and that is the cost to build things today is extremely more expensive 
than it was even nine months ago. So you also need to know in your policy what your home is insured for, and it needs to be covering the reconstruction cost of the home. I would just put out there an invitation. We would love to have a conversation with anybody to help them go through their policies and do an evaluation. There'll be no salesmanship. It will be simply doing an evaluation, helping you with the checklist. And if we provide some value, great. If it means we have an opportunity to do business somewhere down the line, great. So just know there are people out there that want to engage that conversation. We would be certainly happy to do it and do it in the right spirit of the evaluation. And John, I know you were going to say something, but but extended replacement cost on your home and having that protection and knowing that you can rebuild what you have is vital. It is. And I just finished going through that very exercise with the insurance agent here in Leland, North Carolina for our house. And so it is something that it's very important to do, especially after we've seen such a rise in costs. We sometimes when we have special guests on, such as yourself, Eric, we sometimes do Mythbuster type episodes. And I don't know that we're going to get far into that today. But when you talk about insurance companies and insurance agents, it seems like one of the biggest myths that I run into in my office is that an insurance agent is going to try to sell you as many vacuum cleaners as possible, whether or not you have carpet in your house. And I think, you know, talking to someone like you and hearing what you've said about how you treat your clients and how you take care of them. I mean, it should hopefully give people the sense that this is indeed one of the biggest myths that's out there. I mean, it's not that you're trying to sell us unwanted things. It's things that we need to have so that a big emergency doesn't turn into a life-changing or life-altering emergency for either us or our family members. I think that's a great point. And I would share, you know, ultimately, just like with investment advice and wealth management, you want to select someone you can have that relationship. We come back to that same word. Not all advisors are the same. Not all insurance agents are the same. They're training their experience. So I would encourage business owners and individuals out there to go talk to their agent, ask what recommendations the agent has, and then maybe check with one or two other folks and do an evaluation and make sure you are receiving the advice that you want to receive. And the clients have the power. They make the decision and to be informed is so critical. And there are good people out there like Signature Wealth and hopefully like our agency that wants to do the right thing for the right reasons for individuals and businesses. Well, they say ignorance is bliss. I think that this is one of those cases where ignorance can cost you a fortune. And I think that that's the takeaway for me kind of as we're wrapping up, Eric, is those conversations And really understanding, you said earlier, risk transfer and understanding that there are thousands of risks. There's a risk of getting out of bed in the morning, but some of them we're willing to take and others, we really would like to share that risk or put it off on somebody else. And I think what I hope that we've done is shine a light on some of those different areas of risk that maybe people haven't thought about so that they can really just make an informed decision of understanding what your particular risks are and then deciding which ones you want to take and which ones you'd be willing to pay somebody else to take. Did I get it right, Eric? You got it right. Awesome. Well, listen, Eric, it was great having you. Thanks for being on the show. You're very welcome. It was a joy and privilege, and I wish everyone out there good fortune and many blessings. Thank you, John. Any parting words? 
No, not today. Uh, just until next Friday, until we meet again. I look forward to doing it again. We'll see you next week. Here we have it. Another great episode. If you'd like to continue the conversation, here are four ways that we can help. First, complete the Retirement Success Scorecard to discover whether or not you're on track to a successful retirement on your terms. You can find this at signaturewealth.com scorecard. Second, get a complimentary copy of my book, The Retirement Remix. Whether you're interested in real life retirement stories and inspiration from others like you, or you want to learn more about Medicare and Social Security, it's all in there. Go to theretirementremix.com to grab your copy. Third, listen in on bi-weekly office hours with our team. We host live virtual office hours to share new investment and planning information and answer your money, markets, and retirement questions. Find the details to join us at signaturewealth.com slash office hours. And fourth, schedule a complimentary strategy call with one of our advisors to make sure you're on track toward your ideal retirement. Go to signaturewealth.com and select the Signature Wealth office closest to you. We'll be back here next week for more on the Retirement Remix. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode.